two, three. So it's time. What's up, you guys? Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. <coughs> Sorry, it's your boy Ricky, <laughs> aka Dick Chuck, aka the man behind the can at Seltzer Time Official. Here is always with my conversation accomplice, the man with the hunch about what's there, Travis. What is cracking, Fizzle Fiends? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. Thanks for coming along with us on this audio journey, this audio friendly podcast. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks for everybody that came out to the live show last episode. Holy crap. It was about a week ago yesterday, and it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Thank you so much. was, yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, I We had no idea there were going to be that many people there. It was awesome. Uh, a lot of familiar faces. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm losing my voice, and my allergies are hitting, so I'm going to cough. Homeboy did run the woo <laughs> last night. He hosted run the woo, and he was fire on the mic, but he... Uh, I've spent four or five hours screaming. Yeah, I've talked a lot in the last, like, I talk a lot anyway, but especially in the last, like, two and a half weeks, there's been a lot of things coming out of my mouth, um, and it is now 100% catching up to me. Uh, last night, I ended up posting up at that table you secured, which happened to be right in front of the speaker. Yeah, I don't know why you guys sat there. Yeah, as you started. Oh my god, every, like, 30 seconds, Ricky would come back on and remind me that I'm sitting in front of a speaker. Yeah, it was... I wish somebody would have, like, filmed that table, because you scared at least four people really? every time you talked for the first hour. Because we're all idiots and we forgot you were going to come back on. That's awesome. So. I know, that, like, shout out to that one girl that turned down the speaker at one point. All of a sudden, I like, couldn't hear me. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look over and I see her, like, going to sit back down. I was like, okay, we can't we can't touch the volume. That was, it was bold. It was straight up bold. Yeah. But, but anyway, it was good. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, Everybody did awesome. Yeah, thank you guys so much uh, for coming out last night. Derek and uh, Russell worked really, really, really hard to make that event happen, um, as did everybody else. I mean... Jared crushed it with that nice little little pop-up menu. Everything Yo, was those delicious. fries with the XO. Oh, man. Sign me up. It was intense. I had to spread it out. It came in globs. But yeah. if you if you spread the love over all the fries, it was quite delicious. Shout out to Silas from Marmsby Abbey for winning. Congratulations. He'll be going to California. Who is the bartender uh, for Dead Horse that was doing the... Um, TK? No, no, no. She, uh, young woman... She was doing a lot of mixing. Oh, um. I can watch wait. her shake a mixer. Because she didn't just shake the mixer. She put her whole body into it. So it felt like it started in her hips and then, like, was it came Sarah? out of her arms. Was she working for yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sarah, she used to work at uh, some job. Gotcha. It was just, I was I was really enjoying it. She, it ends up being, like, this samba dance. And it was like, that's awesome. I bet that drink is amazing. Someday, I want to learn how to shake cocktails properly. Is that, like, the proper way to shake a cocktail? So, like, there's, like, a million. You can, everybody kind of has, like, <laughs> So, I just, I just did some that was awesome. movement. <laughs> hey, you, that's your motion. Where you, yeah, you really. hold the cocktail shaker and then just. Shake your body. Yeah, <laughs> the cocktail doesn't your body. shake. The, co- the cocktail doesn't move at all. Um, so, I reinterject in here. There you anyway, go. Totally no, fun. it's good. Totally, totally fine. <laughs> My, we do this to everybody. My mm-hmm. shaker is more like a, I just kind of do it. Like, I also, I shake, like, two things at a dive. I shake Morocco's and I shake uh, margaritas. That's it. Those are the only things I really shake there. 
Um, so I've never really developed like a, a dope shaking maneuver. I'll get there. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Is is it Morocco? Morocco? Yeah. Morocco. Morocco. Whatever. Morocco. So Morocco. That's a drink. Kind, yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. It's it's like the only cocktail I can make. Porter taught me it mm. <clears throat> the first day we worked together. Cause he was like, "Oh, like what kind of cocktails do you know?" It's like, I don't, "Like none." And he's like, "All right, like you're gonna do ninety-five percent beer, but you should have something. Like you're always gonna get those people who don't drink beer and want something like kind of sweet." <clears throat> so uh, he taught me that drink. It's literally just like lime juice, lemon juice, mm. uh, vodka, or you can kind of rotate either like vodka, mezcal, tequila, and uh, like white rum's really good in it. And then orange and cran, mm-hmm. and you shake it up, and it tastes like grapefruit. It's awesome. It like it's the best birthday shot. Like whenever somebody's like, "It's my birthday," we're like, "Hell yeah!" So we'll just like whip up a batch of those really quick. <clears throat> so my voice is like, I'm a disaster. That's okay. Um, I thought it was awesome. one of those instruments that you shake. And I was oh, like, maraca. Like, maraca. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I've never seen Ricky shake a maraca so, down there. No, but I will. Yeah. I'll shake a maraca. I'll bring him any if you don't have them already. Done. It'd be funny if somebody came in and asked for for uh, asked for Morocco and you just pulled out the Morocco. From it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so they the only person who know I think the only person who would order it by name. Well, actually, I'm, people now know, but so it's named after Lauren. It's Lauren's last name. It's Morocco. I named it. She kind of like coined it her drink. She always gets it. Okay. So we named it after her. But for like the four previous years before it was her game, um, it went. Listen to the sound of that yeah. crust croissant. Big up. Talk about the bring it right up to the mic. Yeah. Just like rip it apart. We got ASMR <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <now>. Someone <laughs> made ASMR joke to me last night. <laughs> I think it was Bobby. Oh my god, that is so crusty. <laughs> tinkle, 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 tinkle. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I thought it, I honestly. So Solon brought us delicious <laughs> treats from Crust, and I'm sitting here staring at a croissant, and I can't help but shove it in my yeah. flat face. So As you should. far away from me. That's Thank really you very so much again. Yeah. You so took I, a modest I, bite. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. The morning is young. Yeah. Yeah, really. So. But yeah, so before it was the Morocco, it was, uh, I was calling it the Porter, because Porter taught it to me, but it was super awkward because people would get it and then they'd go in and ask somebody who didn't know, like it doesn't technically have a name. So they're like, okay, I got a Porter and like, Porter is also a style of beer. Mm, <laughs> so whoever was on by would bring them, you know, whatever Porter we had on or they'd ask them which one and like, oh, I don't know, like Ricky made it for me and they're like, oh, what? And they'll just get a random one and it was obviously never the right thing. So changing it to the Morocco is much more, less confusing for the people. <laughs> Why did we start talking about that? I have oh, because no I asked about it. Uh, yeah. We were talking about shaking cocktails? Yeah. Yeah. Started oh, because you got the move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cocktail doesn't shake. You shake. I like that. You <laughs> bust it out at any any given chance. I love it. 915, I'll do it. Is, Is it 915? Oh, 934. Oh. I'll do it then, too. <clears throat> Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, live show was rad. Thanks to everybody that came on. Sorry, uh, Prada and... Kevin for <laughs> getting a little into you. Yeah, I didn't mean to go so hard about the LA Dodgers hat. <laughs> I hope you guys were funny. I hope you guys enjoyed it. They're the best. Yeah. We love you. So, it was a lot of fun. Thanks to Tina for making that fire drink menu. True. Ed for helping us put the whole thing on. Brianna and Katie. Katie ended up being super interesting. Katie I'd love to have that. a long conversation with her. Let's I want to hear more about Chickpea. I want to hear more about... Oh, yeah. See if we can get her on for a full app. So... She was super cool once she uh, 
got over the fact that there was a whole room full of people listening to us. Everybody, the fact that anybody who sat down with us even talked, because if, well, like, I, we knew there were going to be people there. Yeah, we didn't expect we that. were prepared. Yeah. Uh, which, imagine if we were. Right. Um, it would sound like the first The one. first one. <laughs> My bad. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, the fact that everybody was able to, to give us something to work with, I, I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having fun with us. Hope you guys have fun. And uh, now we're here. Doing something I never, ever thought I'd do. I We are sitting. We are coming live. We're drinking live. coffee at Go ahead. Coney Island. Yeah, and it's a Tuesday. Yeah. We're in Coney Island on a Tuesday. This is a rare This is a rare move. We are posted up at that beautiful front booth. We have scenic Worcester happening behind us. I guess. Yeah. Slightly noisy Worcester. Slightly noisy Worcester. Yeah, but this is the good enough podcast. Yeah. We have the leaf blower man behind us. The leaf blower man? Yeah. Yeah, between the leaf blower man and like me not having a voice. It's going to be a fire It's going to be awesome. Fire. I'm sure uh, there'll be a siren that's going to go by. Oh, you mm-hmm. know it. That's how it goes. I got... So... All right, hold on. We should we should introduce our guest and then I can oh. dip into my story. Okay. No, no, this is this is you. This is this is your part of the show, my dear. Oh, no, no. But you have no voice. I, no. Oh, I mean, I have enough of voice. Okay. Phew. We got this. Um, so this week, we are joined by one of my favorite humans in the world, the man who gave us our jingle for Stokes Pokes. Solon Keller. Hello, hello. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best. Uh, it's right. a pleasure to be here I with you two. I gotta break out my phone and just start yes. recording. Like, oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm doing physical yeah, stuff. Yeah, Solon's, Solon's <laughs> giving us fire. That uh, shaker yeah. move is just blowing my mind. Anyway. Thank you so much for having me on, I, Travis, Ricky. It's a pleasure to be on with you. I don't know, uh, you know, what qualifies me to be here. Uh, I'm pretty sure just Che Anderson canceled, and so you guys called me. Um, but I'm <laughs> happy to be here. Dropping a Che name yeah. in <laughs> the on. intro. Early right. on. I, I respect like it. it. Yeah. Uh, we actually haven't asked Che to be on yet. No. It's, uh, it's a little bit of a thing. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, <laughs> We're going to see how long we can go without having him on. But yeah. I think he's been mentioned every single <laughs> yeah. episode. Like, I think there's probably more episodes where he's not mentioned. I'm sorry, less, whatever. Yeah. Every episode. Yeah, he's with us always. See, I told you I could yeah. do some of my own words. I think, like, the one, that's kind of, like, our thing, though, is, like, we mentioned Che, and we mentioned Mike D. Yeah, and sometimes Mike D shows up. And yeah, it's Mike D. Mike D. I love how you both look. We, we both what? look around like. Uh. I say Mike D might show up, and both of them like, "Holy shit, that's true!" And look looking around. <laughs> turned turned around. I'm pretty I mean, sure the door's locked. Yeah, he's gonna pop up from behind the bar and start collecting glasses. It's true. <laughs> and IDs. He's an IDs. Um. So, so Solon, how you feeling? Yeah, man. Thanks I'm, for coming on. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy to be here. It's it's uh, early morning for me. You know, nine thirty. Gosh. Uh, no, I, I'm. It's early. Yeah. Um. It's it's, it's weird to be here this early because usually I'm here in the afternoons. Sure. Uh, and it's also weird to be here, as you were saying, on a Tuesday, um, because this is the day of the week that we have chosen to close our establishment. Uh, and you know, much to the chagrin of people outside who come up and they will still try the door, and we're right by the door. You know, where that corner, you were saying the corner booth, the windows are right around us. Here's a man now. Let's see if he will Did try. Can do it? No, 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 no. He's, he's, he's on a mission. Yeah. But, you know, I've been here on Tuesdays. I've been here during summer vacation when we close for two weeks. And people, <clears throat> they still go up and try that door. So I wouldn't be surprised if it does happen. If it does happen, so I'm, I'm getting the shots. No. <laughs> no, just, no, no. We'll do a shot yeah. every single time somebody comes to the door. Yeah. All right, quick, somebody run down. 
This yeah, is, right? This is a pre-recorded podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like we mentioned, we're coming from Coney Island. I just wanted to mention this the other day. I'm coming home yesterday, and I'm driving down whatever the hell this road is. I keep forgetting the name. I'm coming up, and apparently, like, there's these cars flying through the, the yield sign, and I'm like, what the hell's all this? Fuck them. And I just start driving, and then I stop quickly because it's a funeral procession. Oh. <laughs> and then every other dickhead like me behind me, like, felt the same way. Like, what the fuck? Who are these guys? That's a yield sign. <laughs> so, like, somebody starts honking. It got real awkward real quick. Yeah. There's that kind of joke about the old Massachusetts mentality, which is like, you know, somebody commits suicide in front of a train, a commuter rail, and everybody He's like, fuck, I gotta get to work. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah. that guy. Wasn't he thinking about me yeah. and my morning routine? Right? I get it. So yeah. That's, that's awesome. I was like, I went from like, get the fuck out of my way to holy shit, I'm a her- terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you wouldn't know unless you saw the beginning of it. Like, how would you know? So the Until it, like, purple flags and the hazard lights is yeah. what gave it off to me. But again, it, it's not it super is. obvious. Yeah. <clears throat> no. And then, anyway, so yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so we're here. We're coming from Coney Island, and we have Solon on. And Solon, we had you on, well, for starters, we had you on because you're a cool dude, and you made our jingle for us. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, it was a pleasure to do that, too. Yeah. I was, I, when you came up on stage at the first live show and, like, just banged it out, I was like, that was awesome. And then you sent me, like, the recorded version, I was like, this is the greatest song of I all time. I was fully prepared just so to use good. the live version. Oh, yeah. And you are like, no, 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 the real version's so much better. Yeah. And you were right. Well, you know, right. I heard that, uh, I think you posted it this week, the uh, song that was just recorded using polar products uh for instruments oh my and i was like I'm, I'm out that's you know that's okay i respect if a, if a new uh song comes in and they're just banging it like that was I, that's some sound engineering that i that's beyond my capability i mean to be fair he is a musician oh yeah He's very talented um and i also i didn't know that that was his, his instagram he's had like a couple different ones and like we have i mean there's a lot of people that follow us all the time that i don't know and all of a sudden we got hit with this like like a DM. I was like, what? Like, I think he, ta- did he tagged us in it. I think he tagged us in it. And then, so I seen it and I'm like, first of all, this is fucking incredible. But like, who, who is this? Who did this? Uh, so I started to look through their followers. I realized we had a lot of mutual followers, including my brother. So I text him and I'm like, yo, who is, it's the salt. Oh man, what is it now? It's like the salt not the salt experience maybe it's the salt experience I don't know I can't remember but I'll find it and I'll post it again but um but yeah so I text Joey I'm like yo who is this and it was, it was our buddy Jeff oh so you know the dude I do yeah I know him very well so I text him like right away I was like yo you please Thank you please so send me that video he was like dude yeah of course He's the best. So I didn't actually watch it with the sound on I gotta I gotta actually hear it oh it's, totally yeah it's awesome it's, it's it's what song is it? Is it it's, just something he's made? Yeah, it's just like a little like like little like beat kind of thing. Like he like hits a can, but the can's on top of this like like a cement ball, so it kind of has like a weird sound to it. He like, hits it with like a drumstick, and then he's like hitting an empty bottle on a table. Um, then there's like a, an open an opening of the can. I feel like there's another part. To it. An and opening then, of the can. An opening of the can. <laughs> 
And then uh, he like took our voices, and so it's like it's Celtic time. Like yeah. it's so sick. Wait, it's a full on jingle for us. Yeah, yeah it's so. How tight. have I not heard? Can what are you looking for? Do you want to play it? Oh, we can. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, chop it up. Oh, I hit, I hit it under my hat. All right, we could we could either leave this in or take it out. I'm now super curious. It's on our. It's on Celtic time, right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted like two days ago. I think right. <sighs> I'm almost embarrassed. We are currently all on our phones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Huh. This is fucking fire. Yes. It's so Like, it's so funny. Yeah, sounds great. So yeah, shout out Jeff. All right, we'll use that, but we're not changing our stokes and pokes. Yeah. Oh, no. Never. It's the best jingle in the land. Oh, yeah, that, that jingle, yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, that. We can't so change. I was actually thinking, <laughs> I, this is business, but we can have business on here. I was thinking we should maybe change out the uh, outro song. Okay. So that the intro song's super heavy and the outro song could be something a little more chill, like... All right. I don't know. Just a thought. I'm into it. If it, if it happened on this episode, I made the decision in post. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, awesome. What? So, how much... You make jingles. Like, how much musical... <laughs> I make jingle. One jingle. That yeah, was for you. You make more... <laughs> I mean, you make those videos with the... Uh, you set, I, all right, you find the perfect song and set it to these either meme videos or videos you've taken. Like, why? Like, yeah. what inspires that? What makes you... It's totally, uh, and I think you're, you're going to be able to connect with this, and probably most people who are listening to uh, this podcast, are, or any podcast, are a fan of sound, and I love sounds. Uh, I think they just hold so much meaning and expression, uh, even more so than visual stuff. Not that it's a competition between like the visual arts and the audio arts, but uh, when you have a song, uh, it connects with you so quickly. And that's been proven in terms of research with Alzheimer's patients and people who are autistic, they have they, they are able to connect with this music uh, so readily. And so when you have that, and it's accessible to all of us, uh, and uh, or most of us, and you're able to connect it with something that's visual, and it just makes you smile even more because like you have that crystal clear vision of what the audio is, what the music is, and then you have like a little bit of a commentary almost with the combining it with a certain visual. And this is all very heady philosophical talk, but what I'm doing <laughs> yeah. is pretty much putting uh, Cardi B to a dog dancing. And I'm like, oh yeah, so it's, it's all about like getting the audio connected to the stuff. So yeah, it's like highbrow talk for lowbrow art. But again, uh, art. so like, but I'm with you that it feels like it's it's whatever, it's simplistic. <laughs> but the, the, the way you combine them the way you make something new, it's almost like a remix, like a DJ would oh do a song. I'm serious though, because <laughs> so flattered. I'll be honest, I don't stop for many people's stories. Oh, like yeah. I'll give them a couple seconds, uh-huh. and like, all right, I know what's gonna happen here. Some of the always, always watch Solon's story. story. Ah. <laughs> always so entertaining with sound on. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, thank yeah. you for providing fun content. Yeah, this is well. I, I it was my job for a while, right when I got out of college. You know, right now I'm at I'm at Coney Island now. This is my family's business is what I'm doing now. But out of college, I wor- worked at this uh, animal news um, or, or you know a company called the Dodo, and uh, they are like big on Facebook. And I was there during the time when they were going from kind of text 
uh, based art, or sorry, text, sorry, text based uh, stories to really more visual storytelling. And because that's what's being shared on Facebook. There it is. Can we do, siren. That's, there a, it is. that's a beer. That's not a shot. Sh- that's a beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, beer. a beer every time we hear a siren. Yeah. Uh oh. And <laughs> we're just about to get a second beer. Here we go. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I saw the lights before I heard the siren. Yeah. Yingling Gansett. What do you guys want? <laughs> Couple of Gansets. Couple yeah. of Gansets. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that was where I. So, you worked of, at the Dodo? I worked at the Dodo, and it was uh, it was a year of my life of getting to be uh, immersed in like pretty uh, global uh, like media and uh, so yeah that's where I like I didn't succeed there I was like I was you know barely hanging on uh, but I was able to learn a lot of things there and so even though uh, I don't really uh, I don't still do that kind of stuff professionally I still take it with me uh, and I love to have something that like grabs you during that first half a second and hopefully holds on to you Hell yeah. So I'm glad you, you have told me that that happens. Yeah, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not just kissing your ass. I wouldn't do that. It's not my style. I would, I, I would let you. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Be thankful this is an audio podcast. I said I wouldn't talk about my sexuality. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> talking about ass looking. Again. Ass. On a so, Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I wonder if anybody's ever had this conversation in a booth at Cody Island. Oh yeah, Look this is daily conversation. Yeah, really. <laughs> we just so about- uh, you're gonna lick my asshole? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kid, I'll yeah. take three up. Yeah, I, I bought like, you three up. Is the time to lick my asshole again? <laughs> uh, yeah, until I eat my mac and cheese, and then we will. Yeah, there's mac and cheese here. Oh, there's delicious mac and cheese. Dope. Baked beans. Yeah, it's all good stuff. More than just dogs. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit some shit. I, I am not. You've the, never been to Coney Island. No, no, I, right? No, no. I, I okay. I've been to Coney Island a bunch. Yeah. But I only ever come down and get three chili cheese, and then you know, either usually it's a birch beer. Yeah. Um, but like. Ricky showed me there's a parking lot in back. I'm a freaking idiot. I didn't know yeah. there was a parking lot. That close. A lot of people don't. Guys, news. There's a parking lot behind Coney Island that's specific to Coney Island. Yeah. Well, it's kind of nice to have a place that has not really secrets, but just, you know, levels of familiarity. So if you come here and you know that there's a parking lot, like, you're a little bit, okay, what do you guys want? You hear that in the background? Sorry. Yeah, number three. Yeah. Um, you kind of, uh, you know, you're a certain level of uh, regular. And then uh, if you come here and you, like, start ordering chili sauce on a hamburger or a cheeseburger, then that means you're another kind of regular. And so... That it's, sounds yeah, amazing. It's almost like a, I don't know about a maze, but something like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's, Choose your own adventure. It's a thing. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. I like that. So were you a content creator for Dodo? Oh yeah. I was uh I was a writer there. I uh I researched uh stories about animals across the globe uh for the purpose of uh growing human uh sympathy and connection to animals. And that's something that I uh, very much care about, uh, you know, just from a, uh, like, and I'll say this word, like, philosophical a lot, but uh, from that kind of standpoint, I think that animals are uh, right on board with uh, humans in terms of what they feel and uh, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about hot dogs. No, <laughs> right? That's, you know, it, that is some of the... Uh, of lips and assholes. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, <laughs> some of the tension of my life comes from, like, really loving animals, but also my whole... Uh, you know, my whole life has been 
uh, well, not my whole life, but you know, majority from when I was a kid to growing up uh, has been bankrolled by uh, hot dogs. And so that's, yeah, that's something that's just like it's personal thing. And uh, who am I to say, you know, like, no, all the people in Worcester who love uh, animal or sorry, who love hot dogs can't have uh, can't have them, you know. Uh, so anyways, that's that's a little So do you not eat? Oh, hot dogs? I, I eat hot dogs. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I, was, I wasn't sure. I, hot dog. I also cry when I do it. No, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It actually makes the hot dogs yeah. taste better. It's yeah. true. Uh, no, I just, uh, yeah, I eat hot dogs. I'm also uh, somebody who has sympathy for it. I don't, you know, I'm still working that out in my own mind. No, I f- I f- yeah, I feel you. That, that's a... Yeah, it's almost like I feel like you might have that kind of conflict with drinking a little bit because you're, uh, you know, you're a bartender, but yeah. you also, you see the negative effects of alcohol. And so it's like oh, all but, about finding oh, yeah. that balance. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I, I'm compassionate about other animals and like... I, I think that every life is sacred, that no life is more important than another life. But at the same time, I also have no problems eating mass quantities of chicken. Same. Like, and like, I'm, um, I don't ever see myself going vegetarian, but I am now seeing the benefits of a more plant-based diet and like not eating the same kind of shit I've always been eating. Yeah. The amount of hot dogs I've grown up with. Right. But like... <laughs> I don't know. It, I'm with you on that. I'm conflicted. But then I think it tastes good, so I just, my brain shuts off and I shove it in my mouth. That's right. And that's and, what she know. said. Ah. <laughs> yes. It doesn't taste that good. But I mean, the hot dogs. <laughs> the hot dogs taste much better than that. Uh, but yeah, your whole life is about compromises. Uh, you know, in order to be like a total ideal or idealist and living by that sacred uh, path, it's very difficult. And you're, you know, only like monks and people uh, who don't have any friends can manage it. Uh, so yeah, everybody chooses their own path. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, that was a part of my life. Uh, the dodo, and then after that, sorry, I know I don't know where you're going. So after that, where'd you go? I was still in New York, and I picked up a job working for the Polar Corporation. Well, so you were working for Polar. That's New York. right. I worked for yeah. Ah, okay. So I was their first uh, marketing rep uh, based in New York, uh, in New York City, no less. Uh, and my job, I'm so grateful that I was able to have this job because it was a uh, very independent uh, kind of free range thing where like my goal was just you know go tell people who don't know about polar yet about polar and go tell people who do know about polar yet like things they didn't know about it so they're going to love it even more and so a lot of my days you know after the dodo i was i was in an office uh in the in the dodo like sitting at the desk and uh not really moving too much as a 23 year old, that was difficult because, you know, I'm like, I'm a big guy. I'm six foot six. And one of the things I learned at the Dodo is like the bigger animals have more energy. You know, if you're a big poodle, like you got to go run around for about two hours each day or else you're going to start like looking in the mirror and like scratching it and be like, why can't I get inside? So you can't like emotionally torture yourself by sitting at a desk all day if it's not meant for you. And with Polar, I was able to turn New York City and greater metro area into my playground where I was able to travel every day go meet people and uh for somebody like me it was an absolute dream job uh and i did that for two years yeah sounds like you liked it i did like it yeah what what mind if i ask why you stopped yeah it was uh it was 
I felt like time for me to uh, to go back to school um, because I really enjoy uh, a lot of the things that I did at the Dodo, which is like creating things for people to. Oh, he said we have somebody pulling in here, Ooh, they and they're like they're oh, figuring oh. out all the light. Oh no, no, they're just turning around. I want a shot. It's all good. <laughs> I completely yeah. understand. Yeah, so I wanted to go back to school to learn more about creating content uh, or in like art, whatever, uh, whatever the term you want to use. Uh, and so I applied to this program in Germany. Uh, I was going to go there for two years uh, and it was going to be studying like media anthropology um, and that kind of jazz. Uh, but I realized over the summer, I was like, you know, I'm way more excited about going to Berlin and living in Berlin for two years than I am about this program. And I don't feel like that's the right reason. So it was just all these things kind of like happened in sequence. And uh, like most of my life, I didn't plan it out ahead of time. But I was like, I told Polar, I was like, hey, you know, I want to give you some time to find somebody else. Uh, I'm going to be like moving on. And then I ended up like leaving New York, uh, moved with my aunt for a little while up in Hudson, New York. And then I moved back to Worcester. And when I got back to Worcester, I was like, that's when I finally realized I didn't want to go. So this year has been a year of in-between. I've had probably six jobs in six different fields over the last few months. Feeling uh, it out. And it's been a pleasure, you know, to, to go run around. I feel like, uh, you know, that, that same mentality of running around New York uh, as a playground, I've kind of made it in terms of Worcester. And there's so much to do here. If you don't know where you want to go in life, come to Worcester and figure it out here. Uh, I've been able to work at a bakery. Got a shout out to my sister, Alexis. She gave me a job working at the bakery, uh, also farmer's markets, Crest Bake Shop on Main Street. Uh, and I worked for, well, right now I'm working for my uh, my mother and my family uh, at Coney Island. Um, but I also worked down in Providence uh, uh, on a film set for a few months. That's yeah, awesome. That was, like, I didn't work consistently for a few months. I had like a few day jobs every so often. Uh, that was for a show, AMC show called called Nosferatu. Okay. Uh, and I also worked for a Netflix show over, I can't remember what fort it is. It's like Fort, is Fort Devons in Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's yeah. in Devons, Mass, though. That might have been it's it. about an hour and a yeah. half from here. And they um, have a beautiful uh, soundstage there. If you're interested in sound at all and like being able to shut out the rest of the world, <laughs> they have like four inch thick foam uh, around a massive five story building. And so you walk in, I walked into the set and it's basically a church, uh, that, which is where this I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. I didn't sign anything. So anyways, it's like it's basically a church set. Uh, and you look and you're like, this is a real church. It's three stories tall and it looks just like a church. And then you walk outside and it looks like you're in an airport hangar, uh, which maybe that's what it was beforehand. That's so, awesome. That's yeah, pretty cool. I did that. I worked out at a uh, an awesome farm to table gastro pub out in Barrie, uh, which is you know kind of where I found that alignment of like animal uh, social justice. Uh, along with like giving people good food because uh, they care so much about wh how they treat the beef there. It's Ice House Pub out in Barrie. Uh, and I love the people who work there. Uh, they have awesome beer selection. All Everything they choose is just like great food. So I was able to do all these kind of different things. Oh yeah, I also was a painter. Uh, I, was, I worked on somebody the outside of my old teacher's house, um, my high school math teacher's house and uh, just like odd jobs everywhere. That's what you need to do sometimes in your mid twenties yeah. uh, or your thirties, whatever. Uh, you gotta you gotta test things out, and it's impossible to do that. Well, it's not impossible. It's just very difficult to do that in New York, where rent is sky high, and if you're not sure where your next paycheck is coming from, like you need to make plans to leave. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, and if you're in Worcester, 
you can kind of get by for a little while. You also have a, a network, like you personally have a family network. That's like true. Right now, when I first came up here, I didn't have a net, like I didn't have anybody. So to me, that challenge made it like a sink or swim type deal where like, I got nobody I can rely on. I got nobody I can go call and bang, you know, ask for a meal. I'll just make this shit work. But it is way more forgiving in a place like Massachusetts, like Natick or Worcester than it is in New York City. Yeah. yeah. And New York City is great. If you I want to, it. if you want, oh, look, there's that guy again. He's I like him. I love what people watching. Right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, New York's great if you want to get drunk, if you want to be sold drugs on the sidewalk. It's very readily available. <laughs> Those are awesome things you can do in Worcester. That's true. I have not, I have not had much experience. Yeah. From getting drunk yet. Well, you can get drunk in Worcester. I haven't like been walking around on the street in Worcester and had people go like, cocaine, cocaine, you want cocaine, you want mom. Oh, that's okay. Too. That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't really happen here a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then I just want to mention the other job that I had, which is teaching. Uh, I was able to teach a course for the Worcester Partnership, which is a connection between Bancroft School and uh, Elm Park Community School and a bunch of other uh, schools in the area. Um, I worked alongside there. Uh, I worked. I was teaching these kids who I worked with when they were in kindergarten because I worked at this program years ago. Uh, now, seven years later, they're like getting ready for seventh and eighth grade. Uh, awesome. And I was able to do like a course with them on the science of sound. Uh, and how that kind of relates to uh, like listening skills and listening to your own mind and creative writing. Uh, and so I was able to do all this in the course of like six months and I'm so proud of that. And you know, I don't, uh, I don't Damn. like um, bragging too much, but like I'm also bragging. For, Brag away. I'm bragging for the sake of Worcester because it's a place where I was able to do all this. Uh, and it wasn't, I wasn't able to do it in New York uh, to have all those kind of crazy jobs. I was able to do it here. So yeah, fuck yeah, Worcester. Hell yeah, man. Back that. So now you did all that, and now you're at Coney Island. I'm at Coney Island. I have landed here. Uh, I also do still do some of the other stuff, you know, farmer's market for my sister. I'm tutoring a kid later today. Uh, I'm still, every, uh, every so often when that teaching program comes up, I will do that. Uh, but yeah, Coney Island is my, it's always been my home, uh, but now it's my home where, where I'm going to be spending a little bit more time. At least this summer. At least the summer, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, I'm back here, and my mom was so hesitant. She was, I'm really? like, to my surprise, she was like, "I don't know, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about you being there." Coney Island is my happy place. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, Mom, <laughs> like, don't you want to invite me to your happy place? Like, it's not like I'm gonna spoil it or soil it. But uh, and so That's far, awesome. it's been good. That was like the conversation we had a week and a half ago. I've been here for a week. And I think she's been enthusiastic about me being here. I have to prove myself to her every day, okay. but yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, are you gonna be, so you're gonna be mostly bartending? I'll, I'll be serving uh, alongside bartending uh, like when the, when the moment calls for it. Uh, I'll be bartending at most at nights when like, nice. uh, you know, when people drink. Although yeah, we yeah. do have people who come here, I don't know when our liquor license starts at like 11 o'clock or something like that. Oh, it might even be earlier. Since yeah, it's so maybe it's 10. Some There's like places in Worcester that are old enough where like their grandfather, like I think they dive. Technically we could start serving at 8 a.m. Shaw. Yeah. We what? would never, we would never do it. Like it, it's, <laughs> we're not that type of bar, but there are places <laughs> that open at I think Ralph's Tavern on Shrewsbury Street, they open at, like, either 8 or 9. And people are in there. Like, I, yeah. I walk with my mom sometimes, and we'll walk by, and it's, like, it's like 9.30 in the morning, and there's no live people in there drinking. And I'm like, holy crap. But then, 
thinking about it, like people work. Oh, night so shifts. that could be dudes coming off the night shift and that's yeah. their evening. All right, so, that makes sense. Which, so my dad worked nights like most of my life growing up. I'm well aware of like night shift, but it never like it never like connected with me because forever I was like, why would you start? Like, who the hell wants to go to a bar at, like, 9 in the morning? And then somebody's like, oh, what about the guys that just got out of work, like, an hour ago? I was like, oh, dude, you're totally right. I didn't even... Uh-oh. Beer, hey, beer time. <laughs> worm down. Be hoppy. Time to be hoppy. We are going down the list. Yeah, yeah really. Down the tap line. There we go. Uh, so, yeah. That's, uh... Yeah. So, yeah, so here it probably... I wouldn't be surprised if you guys had an 8 a.m. one. Yeah. Uh, we open at 10. I don't know if we, when we start serving, but I, that, that's not my concern because I'll be there in the in the evening. And we have, like, a couple events coming up later this week. I know this podcast will be uh, coming out after these events are already done. Um, but we when have, are the events? Yeah, this, tomorrow and <laughs> Thursday. Uh, this is going to... This, this is going to be out later tonight. It's going to try to drop today. What? Okay, cool. So uh, come out to uh, to Thursday. We have comedy night. Uh, oh, it's hot dog this week. Yeah, hot yeah. dog. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna try to make. Fuck, Thursday's already. All right, I'm gonna try to make it to hot. Yeah, dog. it's. I, I love Sean's hot dog. It's such a good time. <laughs> what, oh, I get that. <laughs> Shout out Sean's hot dog. Still not as good as Coney Island hot dog. Right. But, yeah. No, his is yeah way more salty. But. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Anyway, uh, and then what else? What's tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, I I think it's like uh, it's some kind of event to fundraise, or I don't even know if it's a fundraiser or just uh, for to help uh, homeless um, the homeless population. Uh, and uh, it's like a day. Oh, we got a we get phone. Are calls. you guys, Are open? You guys <laughs> open? I see three people inside at a booth. <laughs> They're eating a silver hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> That phone will keep ringing uh, if nobody picks it up, so it might be something that I need to get tend to. But yeah, uh, we have an event where we're going to get a bunch of people come in, uh, and uh, they get to eat like, hot dogs for free. And this, this is not an advertisement for you to come in uh, to oh, get hot like, dogs So you guys free. are feeding hot dogs for the homeless? I do not know the details entirely. <laughs> you brought it up. So yeah, that sounds I'm like so me and everything I've ever done in this my is like, entire like, life. I don't want to. I don't want to be like, yeah, we're feeding the homeless, and then like you know, find out that they're paying the bill at the end of the night. Like I wouldn't <laughs> want to. I wouldn't. Right. Want, I don't know what's happening. Sell something. Yeah, uh, but Woo Comedy, I do know about. Uh, and that that's a great show. I've been there before. They incorporate the bar and uh, like the hot dogs. Uh, they have this wheel that they spin. If you're unfamiliar with the show, and that kind of uh, it dictates what the comedian up at the mic is going to be doing. And one of them is uh, like, you have to get a hot dog from the bar, and so the bartender has to run over here and like get a hot dog and bring it back. And usually, while it's, the um, entire room is chanting "hot yeah, dog, yeah. hot dog," and really? faster and louder and faster and louder. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hate the fact that I have to work every Thursday. Yeah, I know it's too bad. Want to go? So that'll be a good time, and then uh, you know, just the regular shit. Friday, uh, Friday and Saturday. I'm looking at the art on the wall, and mm-hmm. I remember a couple years. It was a couple years ago. You guys did an art show here where it was all hot dog themed art. I'm yeah. curious if you have any plans to bring some of like Solon inspired 
event to the the halls of Coney Island. Yeah, I totally do. I'm so yes. excited. Uh, you're a good interviewer because you got something in me, a little kernel <laughs> that I didn't even I didn't even share with you beforehand. But uh, one of the things I've been doing, even over the last week, is just been recording some inv- conversations with uh, people at the bar. Uh, I want to uh, kind of I don't know if it's going to come, come become a podcast or something like that. Uh, where it's like kind of a sign of uh, where we are right now in Worcester in 2019, uh, kind of get the common people, you know? Yeah. I know you're interviewing me, which is like, you, you guys are in the business of interviewing common people, but I want to interview people who just like walk in the door, yeah. um, not necessarily because they're doing anything special or cool for Worcester. I think that is awesome um, to interview those people. But I also want to be talking with just like Joe Schmo, yeah. um, who came in here with his girlfriend or uh, or a girlfriend who comes in with a girlfriend. I don't know, whatever. Every um, person has a story. That's and right. That's, that's super rad that you want to capture. That yeah. voice. Yeah. And uh, it's like something that's always been a passion of mine. I had a podcast when I was in New York uh, that I worked on for a couple of years. And so I'm hoping to get that, like, not, I don't know about that particular podcast back up and running. It was about interviewing strangers. So it's like kind of similar. Um, it sounds like you just got that podcast back up and running. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty much, but it's going to be Coney Island focused rather than just that's like awesome. on the street in New York. Coney Island strangers. Yeah. We're, you know, we'll come up with an official announcement at some point, but, okay. um, yeah, that, and, uh, you know, I would love to, uh, I would love to, yeah, do some different shit. Uh, we have like all the artwork around us that this, a lot of this stuff is from, uh, the art show that we had this over here. You see a little model yeah. of Coney Island on top. Uh, well, I love that thing. It's so yeah, cool. that was made by a young girl who was just she did it for her school project, uh, where it was like make a three D model of a building, and she chose Coney Island, um, which is so touching to me. Uh, we ha- we like when I was in middle school, we were supposed to make a painting of something, could be anything we want, and I chose Coney Island because it was near and dear to my heart. Uh, it's in my family's. You yeah. Know? Um, to know that just like somebody uh, who you know is otherwise unrelated, she's just a customer here, uh, loved it so much that she wanted to make it uh, and then she made it she did a great job it, like it looks like Coney Island uh, and so we have that above the door I don't know how that happened I think we stole it we pried it from her hands we oh, were like great. this is copyright laws yeah no <laughs> no I'm pretty sure she gave it to us I we were you like, guys gave her free hot dogs for life <laughs> yeah yeah for at least like 30 days or something yeah, limited time offer once one a month for life yeah, I don't know. but uh, you know, that's I, right. I've only been here for a week, and so a lot of my job is just to observe and respect the authoridad uh, of you know what keeps this establishment running, and uh, and you know to uh, bring up like my own ideas as they come up. But I'm, sure, I'm not trying to uh, turn around the Mayflower or anything like yeah. that. Oh, by no means. But it's um, the Titanic is a <laughs> that's the proper. <laughs> a place like this thrives on on different people's energy. And like you don't you don't get a business around for a hundred years if there aren't people that care about it. Yeah. So Excuse like, me, hundred and one. I was gonna say, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to shortchange. Don't shortchange us. <laughs> so, but yeah, even still, hundred and one damn yeah. years, man. That's so long. Yeah. Like the other day, I had so I wore my Coney Island shirt to work at the dive. <laughs> And so everybody came in like, oh, yo, sick shirt. Didn't even know they had him. Didn't even know they had him. And I was like, how do you not know this? <laughs> Which, like, <coughs> again, kind of like having to step out of my own head where in my mind, everybody, like, I'm also really bad at introducing people because I think that, like, because I know them, like, Naomi will know this person. Mm-hmm. 
which turns out is never the case, basically. She always has to introduce herself, and I feel so bad. But, um, like, I do the same thing with, with parts of Worcester, where people will come to the dive bar, and they're, like, they'll order they'll go to order something, and like, oh, like, we're, we're only craft beer. Like, it's been like that for, like, f- almost 15 years now. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. And, like, they're cool with it, and they just kind of roll. And then you tell them it's cash only because you're trying to pay with a card. And then you tell them the bathroom is like the, all these things. Where I'm like, how do you, how do you not know about this stuff? Yeah. But then the same thing, like I wore a Coney Island shirt to work <laughs> and everybody went crazy. And, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, everybody went crazy about it. Like, dude, I didn't really had shirts. It's like, yeah, man, they got like stickers and stuff. Yeah. It was crazy. I feel like why I started crazy. talking about that. Um. Just in terms of like you think everybody knows something oh, and they don't. Yeah. And that's the case. People, we get so many customers here and I think we're going to be getting um, more customers uh, who, sorry, let me rephrase that. We get some customers, so many customers who have not been here before. And I think we're going to be getting more customers who have not been here before once the ballpark comes in. Yeah, oh, and for you know, sure. right now no, we're yeah. mostly regulars. We have people who just come in some every day, uh, some people every week. Uh, or some people when like it's that time of year when the whole family's in town and we always go to Coney Island so that's yeah. where we're going uh, so yeah I've had to deal with um, you know I'm also I'm new here uh, in relatively new here and so I don't always know what's going on but then uh, sometimes somebody will place an order where I'm like oh you really don't know what's going on and it's hard for me not to be like we don't do that here you guys got gluten free buns yeah do you have french fries like veggie no. dogs no no, we don't do French fries. And no. that's the kind of the attitude I think I'll gain over a year. But right now I'm like, oh, no, we have chips. We have uh, barbecue, sour cream. <laughs> da, 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 da. It's, yeah, it must, it must wear quickly. If like, yeah. I can I like understand it. the grizzleness. To me, that's part of its charm. Yeah. And like looking in and seeing all the, the names scratched in on the benches, like that's time. That's mm. fucking cool. That's like hieroglyphics on the wall. Yeah, exactly. Centuries. And I'm stoked that you guys are cool with it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys endorse it? Like, do you tell people to? Or is it just like, if it happens, it happens? It's, yeah, it's one of those things we like. We know it's a draw for people to come here because they see history uh, right before their eyes. You know, it's like like you said, hieroglyphics on the wall or like cavemen. Uh, right, where's in Lascaux, France. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we appreciate it. But I've also, like, I've, I've yelled at people when they, uh, when I see them, like, digging in so far through the booths that they start to get to, like, the wall behind yeah, the There's pop. a hole. Uh, like, yeah, like, there's different. a few in there. And, you know, it just, it stands out because it's, like, that's not what a lot of these are. Yeah. Um, most of them are just, like, little, like, little etchings and whatnot. And so, yeah, me, my mom, a lot of people will yell at you if we see you destroying the booths. Uh, but we also like it. Yeah. 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 Okay, so... Be sensible about it. Don't yeah. be a dick. Yeah, and don't get caught. And that's also, a good rule for that's, life. That's, that's, that's very, graffiti. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at Bob and Patty, 778. Yeah. That's so crazy. So, like, there is there is probably about 100 years worth of... Have you guys changed the boots in 100 years? Uh, my mother, uh, Catherine, uh, sure, Kathy, uh, she would know all the dates of when things have gone in. I want to say that this has been here since the 1950s possibly 60s so yeah there's about who to do let's do math almost 60 years of stuff here that's awesome possibly that's awesome all right yeah. we'll, we'll do this as a teaser for a future episode because i was going to tell her this morning that we really want to have kathy on oh, i yeah. want to talk straight coney island but yeah we, we can move on to uh something else do you have anything specific questions you were curious to ask someone my sexuality 
<laughs> Do you really want to bring it up? No, I'm This is your this is your platform, my yeah. friend. You no, will. thank you. It's your world. It's your mic. Yeah, your world. Yeah. We're just living in it. Um. All right. So you're back at Coney. You'll be doing serving and then also bartending. Mm-hmm. Dope. Uh, do you get a lot of... Okay, so when I was bartending here, so many people I know had no idea there was a bar back. Yeah. Like, do you guys get that a lot? Totally. That's crazy. And this is something that you should know. If you come in uh, around lunchtime or whatever when it's super busy, uh, that you can always go to the bar. And if there's like a seat at the bar, which there most of the time is, you'll get served right away. And not like it takes a long time to wait in that line anyways. Like you can, if the line's back past the jukebox over by the bathrooms, you're probably going to still get up to the counter within 10, maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. Like on the you know, super you busy day, fly. yeah, we go really yeah, fast. It's wild. Um, but like a lot of people go to the bar and they're just so smug, and I love it. I love it. They're like they they come down and sit down, and they're like, yeah, I'll have this, and they order right away, and yeah, it's good. So that's a secret. That's that's another thing where it's like pro tip levels Chock of regular of Coney Island tips today. Yeah, yeah. Parking lot in the back. Go to the bar and order your dogs. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe you. For the best part about it was like, so I parked in the back. I come walking up, and Travis is like, "There's a parking lot." I was like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm going to move. So he moved his car. Right after but- I fed a buck and a half into the meter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll be, I'll be able to look at my car in case the thing goes off. So yeah, pull nope. him back. Well, no. So then as we're talking about it, you pulled up and parked across the street. I was like, he doesn't park in the parking lot either? Like, it blew my mind. And I yeah. asked, does Solon not know they have a parking lot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> it, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um... Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, this is just one more step on your journey towards yeah. wherever the hell. Do you have a? Do you have any idea? This is gonna sound rude, but do you have any idea where you're heading? Like, do you have yeah. a plan? Yeah. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that kind of direct question. Uh, you know, but this is what I feel like I'm. Uh, you're mimicking the voice that I hear inside my head when I go to sleep at night. So, do you have a plan? So, so what was that thought of behind today? Right. Yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Uh, I I think uh, I I don't really have the kind of same straightforward uh, uh, like here's a goal and I'm going to chase uh, chase it that directly. My whole life, I've had successes or whatnot, and it's never been that with that way. Um, where I see myself going is uh, kind of creating some sort of uh, art content uh, for uh, especially directed towards younger people. Um, I don't know if that means children or young adults, uh, and like kind of we would be in that category of young adults still, uh, that helps them uh, with their own art. Um, so I even think of like something like Strange Voices, that podcast I did a couple of years ago, or even something here um, with Coney Island as uh, accomplishing that goal in a small way, uh, which is just showing people how to have a conversation and how to connect to people who you otherwise wouldn't have an extended conversation with. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's the kind of like the general goal. What that means is probably going to school. I love school. Uh, like I love going and taking notes and all that kind of stuff. Professional student. Yeah. Uh, and uh, hopefully, 
getting involved, and this is just my idea right now, um, but getting involved with a place like uh, like some radio station or Sesame Street. I used to work for Sesame Street back when, when I was in New York. That was like so sad. a little thing. Um, I know. We'll I come back to that. Put we'll a pin in that. Yeah. Um, I would love so to work sad. for a place like that and help them help develop a uh, children's podcast or uh, something along the lines of that. Uh, so we'll see what happens. That's a dream, though. You know, a dream is, but a dream is a wish your heart makes, and, you know, you have to make it. There you go. A dream is a wish your heart makes. I like that. Yeah. Fuck Disney, though. <laughs> Anyways, no. <laughs> that was a, I think that was a Pinocchio, the Pinocchio song. Uh, was it really? A dream is a wish your heart makes. Oh, now we have to is. pay five ah, bucks, too. Yeah. yeah, I know. Now we're going to... Yeah. They won't even let us, like, upload this on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, the, 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 uh, the, the one... cover was so good. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's an Aesop line that goes like, something, something, dreamers always dream but never live it. That's one of my favorite lines. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's what's in my head. Sorry. Yeah. Random. Can you repeat it again? Dreamers always dream but never live it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I used to say, uh, those who, no, that's that's something else. Fuck. I used to say, I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. ASAP. Oh, ASAP. ASAP. There you go. All right. Anyway, I lost it. Yeah. Um, you so worked yeah, for Sesame Street? I did way back when. Yeah. I way was, back when. I was an intern for them when I was in school, uh, and I worked in their education and outreach department. So my mother mentioned uh, today, because she was talking about a news story that she saw about Sesame Street working on uh, programs for kids with autism. Uh, and that was one of the things that was in early stages when I was back there. Uh, I would like, I, you know, I was an intern. My role was pretty minimal. What I was doing was getting the programs that we have. We had these little kits that we would mail out to different parts of the country. And I would call churches and, uh, museums, uh, schools and say, we have all these resources for people who, uh, are, or for kids who are in families, uh, with military members people who just uh, went through a death in the family, uh, family members who are, or kids of family members who are inca- incarcerated. Uh, so all these very difficult things to talk about in a way that children can understand it because uh, there are so many difficult things that kids are forced into understanding, um, especially in this like kind of this weird society where we even had uh, we had a, like a, a thing for people dealing with hunger, you know, because hunger is a thing, and that's one of the things Jim McGovern talks about all the time. I'm so proud of him; he's our congressman over in on Capitol Hill. Uh, he talks Jim, about Jim's hunger, the best. yeah. And um, I, I was in a booth with him uh, like a few months back when he was trying to get reelected, and you know, trying he did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's a great guy. Um, and uh, and I'm announcing my candidacy for <laughs> to out, yeah <laughs> to oust him out of office. Um, so yeah, uh, that was what I did over at Sesame Street, and I got a bunch of swag. The, n- not this shirt. I was gonna say you have a Sesame Street yeah. shirt on at the moment. This shirt I bought it, Tarjay. Yep. Tarjay. Yeah, I haven't heard that for a while. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if I was able to ever go back to Sesame Street or something similar, uh, Sesame Street's kind of like a unique monolith, but. Uh, something about working with kids or young kids who trying to get them inspired in art and uh getting their own art out that would be the dream for me that's awesome yeah so like i wonder what stolen's version of sesame street would be where it's like meme culture (laughs) but you know what i mean like i there's something there we'll see yeah 
Right. Has meme culture like hit Sesame Street? Like I, I obviously. So the, the only experience I've had with Sesame Street in the last like I don't know like twenty eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, Naomi and I were hanging out at our sister's house, and uh, so Naomi's niece like loves Sesame Street. Yeah. So we were watching that for a second. I was like, Yo, I haven't seen this in so long. It's still like kind of the same. I know it's like different now, but I wonder if they're gonna <laughs> like. They might even already do this, but I wonder if they're gonna start like integrating you know more modern things into it i gotta believe they do yeah do they? I, yeah i uh do you stay current i do I stay say, current you still watch it? yes on hbo and uh they uh-huh. and they do parodies of like of current tv shows every season do they um, really and they like they have people using their phones and all that kind of stuff they are That's they are super so current. sick yeah i mean so like, i honestly might start watching sesame street just because like that's so dope yeah i mean I don't know what kind of activities would make Sesame Street more palatable for you, but it is just like... I mean, like, I'm on my phone always. It's a good thing to just sit back, relax, and watch some Sesame Street. It's like Mr. Rogers. It never gets old. It's all about friendship. Oh, I thought those guys were going to walk up to the door. Yeah. I I really want a shot. I want some fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's something about, like, I like the kids' shows where they write it for the kids, but they also write it for the adults. Oh, yeah. Like... There was a show for kids called Yo Gabba Gabba mm-hmm. that I used to get very stoned and watch because go. they would bring on like real musicians. Yeah. Jimmy World has yeah. a song. Fucking the Agro Lights have a song. Um, I'm pretty sure Yo Gabba Gabba was the guy who it was uh the dudes from the Aquabats. Aquabats were on it too. They like I, they. I think it's their show though. Like they they that started. Does not surprise me. Yeah, because I know it had like I when I first heard about it, I didn't know that exactly. But um, I was always like, why are like some of my favorite bands on this like little kid show? Then I started working at SJC, and uh, the heck was their drummer's name? Like Ricky Ricky Fitness. Ricky I think it's Ricky Fitness. Fitness. Yeah, I think that, that, that's like his name or his like stage name. You're or whatever. right. Yeah. But he um. Yeah, I guess like it's, it's their show. Like they they're the ones who started it and stuff. That's rad. I did not know that. Yeah. I, uh, sorry, I just took a bite of a donut. That's okay. I'm putting yeah. up this face <laughs> where I'm making the dumbest face. Nice. And we're putting it up. It's a delicious apple cider donut from Crest Bake Shop. Right now, I'm eating an empanada with uh, olives, tomatoes, and I think there's spinach in there too. Yeah. Go get your own. Awesome. Do you Maybe apple cider Mondays donuts? and Thursdays is that still where it, when Naomi works? Mondays and Thursdays. She does, yeah. Go on a Monday and a Thursday, or any other day. Paris go, is there. Usually. Go every day. Yeah. yeah, every day. That's how I live my life. Uh, you know, just talking about musicians on on little kid shows reminded me of uh, the just the fact that on this Sunday we had Yo Yo Ma at Mechanics Hall, uh, which is I wish go? I was able to go. Oh. No, um, my mother had tickets, and I was like, "You feeling okay?" <laughs> <laughs> I just I so yeah. wanted to go instead of instead of her, but uh, that's fine because I also don't, I don't think she appreciated it as much as I would have appreciated. But really? you know, what are you gonna do? Um, yeah. That's so cool. That so Worcester, awesome yeah, music. it's not 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 just a place where you can go fiddle around your own life, but you can also see world class musicians here in a world class music hall. Sure, I've only been inside Mechanics Hall I think twice. Yeah, back yeah, when I it was to... just a broken down roller derby. <laughs> that's what it was no, like a few, was... De- a few decades back. Was it really? It was abandoned and like people just went rollerblading in there. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. What yeah, you... I went. What did I see there? I saw. I went to like a, maybe I think a graduation there, and then um, this band, Good Old War, there. 
guitar player's wife um, is from Worcester, and her dad, I wish I could remember, uh, what's the music store where, like, the owner passed away, like, maybe, like, six or seven years ago? It was, like, a huge deal in Worcester. I wish I knew. Ah, uh, man. It's not, it wasn't Union. Union's right next door. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't, it could have been Union? Yeah. I don't know. There was a, a, a music store in Worcester, um, and the owner had passed away, and I th- I'm pretty sure it was, like, a sudden thing. I don't think he was, like, sick. Uh, and so Good Old War played, like, a charity show. And the Good Old War is, like, not a huge band. Um, but they, they, so they played a show at McKayx Hall, and, uh, so we all went to that, and it was awesome. They're, like, a, kind of an acoustic band. They're amazing. And in that room, it was fucking awesome. Like, it was so sick. I saw uh, my friends Jimmy and Sam get married at Mechanics Hall. They rented it out. Well, so they had their ceremony out in the woods. So, like, it was was just for their families, super, like, exclusive. And then they had the party at Mechanics Hall where they actually had a videographer shoot the whole fucking thing, cut the video together, and then show it to everybody at the reception. That's oh, that's so, so cool. Sick. Same day. Yeah. Same fucking day. That's kind Thoroughly impressive. Yeah. I mean, oh. the videographer had a couple hours, but still, a couple hours is not much yeah, time. Yeah, you just crush. When I am, uh, you know, very rich because I find my pot of gold somewhere buried <laughs> on Southbridge Street, I don't know, or like, you know, wherever, Chandler, wherever it is, I'm, I'm always going out with my metal detector. Um, I'm <laughs> going to take gold. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to judge. I don't know. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take a date to Mechanics Hall, like rent out the whole thing and just like have some music playing and like just a nice little table. And, One you know. table with a spotlight. Oh, wouldn't that be great? That's if you, adorable. So if we're, I don't if even talk as a date. I'm sorry. I just want to go back. <laughs> Too, yeah. <laughs> that would be fucking pimp status. Right? Where you have like some string band on stage or even some like full orchestral thing you've managed to some pay. Jazz. Just yeah. you hanging out, yeah. some slippers. You would have to have a butler. Like somebody keep coming up and like serving you every come back every ten to fifteen minutes. I would have all the but well to have all the like the serve staff come uh, you know, being like be like I'd have somebody yell at them beforehand and be like, You have to treat him with respect <laughs> like all that kind of stuff. And then once they get out here I'd be like, Would you like to join me? And like yeah. I'd just have every like a huge I'd be like, We need we need more tables and then like just have um, and then have like a second serve staff come out and you know, I don't know. A backlight back in yeah. serve staff yeah. like <laughs> That's the dopest part. And they're all dressed like casually <laughs> yeah. and have clearly having a good time. Hell yeah. Yeah. I want to go to one of your parties. Oh, awesome. yeah, me too. When you were saying, like, would you like to join me in, in like, your order, uh, I started thinking about the episode of The Office where they're at that, like, luncheon or whatever, and Michael's like, uh, I'll get a Caesar salad, dressing on the side. If it's on the side, I send it back. Like, when he, like, pretends he's going to send everything back, and I now want to order seltzer at somewhere, and she's like, yeah, can I get a lime seltzer? If it's opened, I send it back. <laughs> like, yo, I got to open my own seltzers. Yeah. I should have said that last night, because I asked for seltzers unopened twice, <laughs> and they just keep coming opened, and I'm like, fuck. I think I'm the only person when people bring me seltzer. Like, Ellen one time opened my seltzer by accident over at Tim John so she brings it over <coughs> she puts it down she's like I'm so sorry it was like forced to have it I opened it do you want me to get you another one I was like no it's totally cool like I don't have to open every seltzer myself but most of them yeah Che went and got me one unopened did he really? he's like you can't get one I got you ding 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 second Che yeah, mention of the episode there it is yeah. shots 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 <laughs> I gotta I gotta see him later we got some business to talk about oh yeah um 
So, but yeah, coming to the end of this this part though. Yeah. Uh, so you're gonna be here this summer. Yes. If people want to come down and see you. They should come down and see you in the afternoons. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm usually here. You know, around two o'clock until close. Uh, we'll see. That could change over time. Uh, I will be getting better. You know, uh, as this goes along. Somebody asked me the other day for a Florida root beer. And I was what like, a I was like, I have no idea what this is. So, uh, anyways, like, I do not know cocktails. I'm gonna, Wait, did you make it? I, end, I ended up like figuring it out. I guess oh, I can't. What's in it? Do I, I don't even remember sorry, what it was. Sorry. It was like whiskey oh. and it was like whiskey and root beer, something very simple, and then maybe bitters of some kind. I cannot remember. A Florida root beer. Yeah. What a name. Anything with Florida. It's a. Uh... I don't know. It's like yeah. it's a classic Florida though, where like it sounds like it's gonna be awesome and like tropical and it's Florida yeah. but then you get there and it's like the Florida we all watch in the news every day yeah there's it's an alligator it's a bag full of spray paint yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Nailed so it. I'll be figuring stuff out here still trying to make some good cocktails uh you know I'll be working on that but uh, I'm super excited to meet people who are coming down and uh yeah be part of this community because it's been a part of my life for so long that uh it's good to finally you know finally come here and work proper Nice. Yeah. And please, as you figure out how you're going to tell your story or, or whatever you content you're going to create, please let us know. We want to tell the people. And obviously, yes. I want to see it. Excellent. Or hear it or yeah. experience it. Just be fully. You want to just dip your head into it. Uh, and as much as I can into my phone. Yeah. Yeah. No. My head's always on my phone. It's kind of why it has a crack. <laughs> I, I try to put it too hard. Um, well... Usually it's that time in the show where I say, hey, Solon, hit us. But, hey, Solon, can you hit us? When you hit him with those stones, ow! Gotta slap him with those pokes. Oh, yeah! Stokes and pokes. Oh, my God. I don't even know if I got any of that. Yeah, that was you. incredible. Um, yeah. Stokes and pokes. Stokes and pokes. All right. So, do you have some prepared? Were you? I do. Yeah. Awesome. Do you want to uh, start us off? I would be happy to. Uh, Stokes. Uh, there are a bunch of things I'm excited about. Um, but the one I want to really, really just like shout at the top of the roof uh, is that summer and like spring is finally coming. It has been so long, and I love all the seasons. I love winter, fall, spring, whatever. But that, like, yeah, I guess spring is really what's coming. Not, it's not summer yet. <laughs> I am so excited to go on hikes and, uh, like, I, I want to wear shoes that I can also just walk in the water with. I started doing that last summer, and it was just such a freeing experience. That's to awesome. Get, yeah, and you just like you just dry them out. It's hey. no big deal. So just get a kind of like cheap pair of sneakers or hike shoes, whatever you, you, you're gonna get. And uh, go walk in a brook and, you know, take off your shirt and your, you know, if you're wearing some, like, kind of relatively bathing suit-esque underwear, go in the water. And, uh, yeah, it's such, a, it's such a beautiful time to, uh, to be outside. So I'm super stoked about that. Hell yeah. Stoked, stoked, stoked. Yeah. yeah. Now for the poked. You know, I've been, like, <laughs> I've been mentioning, you know, even before we started, I was joking, like, hey, do you, do we don't want to talk about my sexuality, all that kind of stuff. I want to talk about uh, sex education. Uh, in in Worcester, uh, I you guys. It's a hot topic. Yeah, there's there's uh, an article in Worcester magazine about it, and yeah. then, you know Clive McFarland talked about it in the Telegram and Gazette. It's just on a lot of people's minds. Uh, I want to poke people who think it's okay to uh, insert uh, religious beliefs on 
our general population. Uh, you know, I grew up uh, the grandson of a Greek Orthodox priest. I get religion has its purpose. Its purpose is not to confuse our youth about how to relate their own bodies to other people's bodies. Okay. Uh, it, the idea that we can just give them partial information about sex is uh, so infuriating to me because it's like you're going down a road and you have like a, a, a ramp and a cliff you're going to need to jump over and on the other side there's going to be a rotary and we're not telling them any of that and you need to tell them because the ramp's coming up the cliff's coming up and if you're not hitting it at a certain speed you're not going to get over and if you're not if you're not going on the right exit on the rotary if you're not going in the right direction you're going to crash and the, so we can't be surprised when we have uh, such uh, a hard time as a society with sexual violence, uh, with confuse, uh, confusion on the topics of consent and uh, these kinds of issues if we're not, and also just like general sex, sex uh, health, like uh, STDs, all that kind of stuff, if we're not teaching the kids how to do it. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, this is just my own idea that you should tell the kids when it's, when it's coming up a mile ahead, you know, this is going to, what's going to happen. You're going to have a ramp. You're going to have a rotary. Uh, so Happen. religious groups stay the fuck out of yeah. yeah stay the fuck out of what how kids understand their bodies i'm exactly. with you yeah. just just to play devil's advocate sure do you think it's the responsibility of the school system to inform them or the responsibility of the parents <laughs> yeah i think that uh the education system has all the parts in place to teach kids already and it makes sense to do that um i don't i mean when it comes to morals and teaching them, you know, when is the right time to have sex and uh, that kind of stuff, it's obviously like it belongs with the parents. But when it comes to the basic information, like this stuff isn't that confusing uh, about how to uh, how to put on a condom, the basic anatomy of things. Yeah, uh, that is like that is factual and uh, it's part of human biology. Yeah, statistics are factual right and um to like be withholding that kind of stuff is i think wrong and i think it belongs in the schools yeah, yeah. i think it's super dangerous to not teach kids yeah <laughs> like that's wild and like i don't yeah i think it shouldn't even be from a standpoint of like just teaching them about condoms or birth control or um stds but it should be a like kind of a holistic approach to uh, being able to do like a, a, a scan of your body, an emotional scan, and see how you're feeling. Are you comfortable with what's happening? That kind of stuff. Um, it belongs in a much more uh, wider conversation about uh, self-awareness and uh, respect towards other people. So uh, that's my poke. Um, I know it's kind of like a general one where I'm saying like, hey, all you people just stay out of there. Um, yeah, but you dropped nothing but facts after you said yeah. it. Like, seriously. And then, like, I, I agree with you that we as a culture, we as a society would be more in tune or probably more peaceful if we didn't feel this shame about our bodies or about our sexual nature. And whether you want to say it's a Catholic shame or whether you want to say it's a carnal shame from somewhere else, like, there's still an awkwardness because we as a community haven't become comfortable enough to just have these conversations Meanwhile, we're all fucking like yeah. we're all fucking because we wouldn't exist if somebody didn't fuck it. My parents, if Marty did it, didn't give it to Tammy, dude, I wouldn't exist. You know? <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm OK with that. And yeah. I wish more people would be OK. Yeah. And whether or not you want to have 
you know, intercourse with somebody of your own gender or a different gender, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, let's give them the opportunity to even understand that. Yeah. Out in nature, animals fuck anything. Like, dudes will fuck each other. Like, animals fuck anything. I watch my tiny 10-pound dog try to fuck the shit out of my 30-pound dog for nothing but asserting dominance. And it's like, well, I wish I can walk down the street and assert my dominance to some dudes. Like, assert my dominance. Well, I think uh, one thing that I would like to uh, to kind of uh, have like as an ending note on this is that for any youngins out there who might be list- listening to this uh, podcast, like it's okay to ask questions and to ask questions to people who are going to answer them and answer them uh, honestly. Um, and if you don't, if you feel like you're being lied to or you feel like you're not getting the information you want to get, go seek people. Um, go seek. Uh, women in your family, women or men who you feel comfortable with, uh, it doesn't really matter as long as uh, as long as you're getting the information that you're seeking. And whether that's about sex or anything. Right. Collect it yeah. from a couple different sources. Yeah. Get some varying opinions and yeah. then form your own. And real people. Right. Like, don't just do Google searches. Oh, don't do the internet. Yeah. That's yeah. how you prescribe death. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're WebMDing it, a yeah. toenail and next thing you know. If you're searching about anything that's like, is blank normal? Then, like, no, go talk to a real person. Yeah. So just a random, random aside, I was having a conversation with a friend where <laughs> he's super, all right, his son is two years old now. And when he was born, the doctor uh, circumcised him, but he made the joke there wasn't much to work with, just kind of like jokingly. But this is something that's been in my buddy's head now for two years. But the conversation we were having the other day is okay. he can't look up. Like, he's afraid to look up average size of a two-year-old penis because he <laughs> immediately thinks he's going to get, like, child pornography. Like, oh, the FBI yeah, it's going to come swinging through his window. No doubt. That's so, a- like, yeah, he's having this weird, awkward thing of, like... <sighs> Does it matter? You know what I mean? Like, every dick's a dick. Like, I feel like the yeah. doctor might have just been, like, fucking with him. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, yeah. Like, it could be just what this dude says to everybody. Yeah. Whatever. That's so good. That's weird. That's weird, <laughs> right? It wasn't much to work. Yeah. So, anyway. You want to go? Sure. Um, <clears throat> sorry. So, my poke is kind of, like, it goes along with you being soaked about uh, the spring. Mm-hmm. I love the spring so much, but I developed like this weird allergy thing like three years ago and every year it kicks my ass like right now and i think that's why i can't stop coughing like i feel i mean i'm tired but like i feel fine like i'm not sick but every time i try to take like, a deep breath i like have to cough right away and i know it's just like all the stuff popping off in the air so i'm gonna poke my allergies because i i'm still trying to figure out how to deal with them like it's a new i never had them as a kid ever are you taking anything no, that would be a smart thing to do. Uh, so I, I personally found Zyrtec to be my yeah. drug of choice. Claritin made me fucking weird. Like, really? I've had weird thoughts on Claritin. Every, so, like, normally what I'll do uh, <laughs> is when it gets really, really, really bad and I'm, like, itchy and stuff, like, I'll just, like, pop a couple of Benadryls and go to sleep. Word. Um, and that always helps. But, like, you need to devote some time to not being able to do anything. Right. I learned that the hard way at Starbucks. Uh, Two Benadryls in the morning. Do you know what a neti pot day. is? No. Oh, it's lovely. Honestly, like, all right, it looks fucking disgusting, and it feels even weirder, but it helps. If you are if you have a nasal sinus thing, it's it basically looks like a little teapot, and I know you're one by land, two by tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out tea, gang. Um, you, you, it's like lukewarm water, and you pour it 
through your nose nope. and it comes yeah. out the other nose. No, nope. oh, you should do it. You nope. should try it at least once no way. in your life. I am not doing that. It's salt water. You. Yeah, no way. that's right. Thank you. It's saline water. Oh, um, no way. You I... would feel better? No. <laughs> no, I'm good. I can't. Yeah, ah, no way. The idea of like pouring water into my nose makes me like, no, I can't. I feel like I'll drown. You won't. I might. No. I can't do it. No fucking way. Can I ever do that? Oh my god! YouTube and Netty Pot. N E T T Y. Anyway, yeah. what are you stoked about? Oh, uh, so. Hey, nice sticker placement. Thank you so much. The seltzer time lit up and my team. <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, it's also my favorite time of year because the Bruins are in the playoffs. Yeah. And they're fucking awesome. So it should be very fun. Um, they lit up at the end of the season. Yeah, they, well, they were they were pretty solid like most of the year, but yeah, they they absolutely killed it like recently. Um, yeah, I'm, I love the playoffs. This really, it's my happiest, the happiest I ever am watching hockey. It's incredible. I work during most of the games, which sucks. But so what I'll do is I'll bring my laptop and mm-hmm. I'll like find like a Reddit feed and I'll me like Foley and I work Thursdays and two was it last year and the year before, I think it was last year it was the first year that we started like watching Bruins games. Um, one of us would bring our, our laptop, would find it and just stream it with no sound on. And it's it's so much fun. It's, I love it. Like I, I even love working while it's on. Cause it's like the dive gets busy, but then right when the game ends, then everybody comes in cause we don't have TVs, mm. but it's cool. So while everything's going on, like we're still working, but we kind of get to like watch the game as well. Right. It's, it's awesome. Check in on it. Yeah. So. Playoff, playoff hockey is always way more intense. It's like wild. I mean, the players will even say it. Like, the season just, it's just for get the playoffs. Oh, yeah. It's so sick. Like, a couple years ago, I did, I grew out a playoff beard for the first time. And it was like, I mean, my beard's like pretty full. I probably need like a haircut, but my beard's pretty full right now. <laughs> the year they won the cup, I grew it out and it was like, I had like a full on like bush on my face. Bush. Because my, my beard doesn't go down, it goes out. <laughs> same. It's so weird. Yeah, no, same. I just get this really puffy beard. Yeah. How about you, Solon? What does your beard look like? The only time I have a bush on my face is uh, <laughs> is when I'm cleanly shaven. Yeah. <laughs> well done. I love you. Well Thank done. You. But yeah, so I'm super stoked. Good luck, uh, Bruins. Shout out Jake DeBrusque. I hope you listen to the podcast. Oh, fuck. Real quick. Um, I'm horrible and cannot remember anybody's names ever, but... Uh, shout out to my dude from Night Shift for bringing beers to the dive the other day. That was awesome. We have some fans who... Yeah, dude. Thank you for hooking up Ricky. Hooking it up. He really appreciated that. He was super stoked. I was. I was like, what is going on? This is the best day of my life. Yeah. It was awesome. That was the same day that... <laughs> so I, I was on a trip with my buddy. He came up last weekend. And uh, that's actually what I'm stoked about. Um, but uh, he came up last weekend. We did a little tour of Worcester. And I took a photo of a beer over at Greater Good. And I put it on my Instagram feed just to give him a little shout out. It was my first time there. And that dude, Joe, hit me up and he was like, what? And I'm like, I know. I should have been to Greater Good before. Like, I know I'm sleeping on this place. And he's like, no, you don't drink. And I'm like, no shit. That's awesome. And then I took a picture of the water I was actually drinking. And he's like, I'm on that water game. There you go. But yeah. Are you good? That's I'm sorry. Awesome. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I was just, yeah. I'm just stoked about the Bruins. Yeah. yeah. Dude, good luck. I'll probably talk about it every podcast until they're eliminated, which yes. hopefully doesn't exist. A long time. Yeah. Sorry. Long, <laughs> long time. Long time. 
But yeah. Go Bees. That's it. Who are they playing in the first round? Uh, first round is against Toronto. So Ooh. that's going to be pretty wild, but we should be fine because they have shit defense and their goalie's not that good. They have a lot of offense, though. They're, it's wild how good that team is offensively. But yeah, there's not a lot in the back end. <laughs> you know me. That's what she said. Florida. All about that booty. Defense. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, so I am stoked on uh, last Saturday, Saturday, uh, I went to a hardcore show, which is probably the first time in oof, a few years, five, six years, and we saw Terror, uh, Cro-Mags, Hatebreed, Obituary, and the first band, I actually don't remember their name, there's some new band, um, missed them, but got sure, uh, made sure we were there for Terror, Terror fucking still rips. Yeah. Scott Vogel, this dude has been singing singing i'm using air quotes uh for fucking like 20 something years 30 years he's he's been with terror for a bunch of time oh my god the name of his previous band is escaping me dude's been at it for a while he should them like 10 years ago with h2o there you go <laughs> it was dude sick. should not sound as heavy as he sounds still and he's fucking awesome um this woman the kids this woman kathy i was in a band for a while and we would play this spot up in like bucksport maine up in the fucking boonies man bucksport dude you would go behind this house down this like dirt road and you're like where the fuck am i going <laughs> and behind is this barn right it's just a fucking barn it is one of the coolest concert venues I've ever had the pleasure of playing. And like, I played there with Barrier Dead. I played there with Tony Danza, Tap Dance, Extravaganza. And the third time we got, oh my God, that show got sold out because a bunch of locals bought tickets. And then they had to return a bunch of the money because it was a over 50s center. And they all thought it was really Tony Danza. Oh. They're not Tony Danza. Oh. That's awesome. But so, uh, the owner of that club was actually down in Worcester for the night, and I, I saw a bunch of stuff up on Tara's uh, page. So That's shout awesome. out, Kathy. You are a fucking hardcore princess. Um, other bands were okay. I don't really give a shit about Obituary. Those dudes are old. Um, Crow Mags were okay. Like, yeah, I'm, I'll give them respect. They've been at it for a week. Apparently, they were the faux mags, if you, depending on how you see the breakup of the ownership. No, okay. okay. Anyway, it's a thing. Um, and hate breed, I've just is mad to me. Past satisfaction is the death of desire, which is like nineteen ninety four. Like that was that was when I was into hate breed. Uh, now I'm, I, I don't love hate breed's fans. No, <laughs> they, yeah. they attract a lot of meatheads, and <laughs> yeah. that was that's really what I'm poking, because not only do I fucking can't stand meatheads, I cannot fucking stand cell phones at concerts. <laughs> I am so fucking over it. Yeah. And like, so that night, a bunch of people had their phones up recording bands. And these are all like heavy fucking bands. So I got to believe all the recordings were... Yeah. <laughs> like, it was bass heavy to the point where I felt it in my chest. Right. But that's not the thing I'm most fucking pissed off about. During the cro set, we worked to the other side of the Palladium, the left side, and I was trying to get a good shot because my, my buddy Matt is super into cro Oh, real quick, Matt wants to give a shout-out to uh, Palladium and to Greater Good. He was super stoked that you can get Greater Good cans at Palladium. Mm, yeah. He said it was the best beer selection he's ever cool. had a pleasure at a, at a venue. That's awesome. So, yeah, shout-out to those dudes. Hell yeah. Um, anyway, we're on the other side. And this fucking idiot next to me is on his phone during the entire Chromex set on fucking Facebook at full fucking brightness. 
There were stage lights in my face. I was more bothered by the full brightness coming from the pixel fuck face next to me. He's just scrolling through Facebook, fucking liking an anti-Trump meme, coming up, liking some girl's picture. 20 fucking minutes of this band. I'm just getting real pissed off. I was so <laughs> mad. Oh, is that happening? No, no they did. Yeah, oh. <laughs> uh, and then, Crow Mag's end, he puts the fucking phone away. In between the bands, you're putting the phone away, you dirty <laughs> fucking asshole. So, if you listen to this podcast for some magical reason, know that I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I recognized him from the Boston Comic Con. He has something to do with that. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, All right. he, was a, he was an announcer over there. That guy? That guy was. Wow. I don't think he knows that I know. What? Does he go to Becker? I don't know his name. Becker has like some like, isn't there like a huge video game thing? Oh, am I thinking? No, that's PAX, right? Is PAX the video game? That's PAX. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I don't know. So that's what I'm, put your fucking phone away. Be there in the moment. Experience the band. Fine, I will. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you want to, if you want to take a photo or a video or something, take like, take one. Take two. Yeah, don't shot. be there on the whole time. I'm lucky because I'm so tall that I like I I consciously hold it in front of my face. Like I'm not bother. I try to not bother anybody because I'm already bothering them just being so tall anyways at a concert. <laughs> and then I put it away. I'm gonna come back to that real quick. My buddy Matt wanted to shoot a video just for his own posterity. So what he did is he put the phone to his chest. Yeah. So the screen was up against his chest. So he just recorded whatever he recorded, and it was kind of like his experience. Casey Neistat had a company at one point called Beam that they were trying to make that a thing where you only could record if you had the thing covered. So it was like your experience and that you weren't necessarily. Mm. It's a really cool idea. That's cool. So it makes hit that video a little more personal, I guess. But again, you're not going to fucking watch this shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like, I never watch any of the. I have so many videos on my phone of just like random stuff. I don't watch any of them. Unless you're making YouTube content or uh. like doing something else with them opening cans of seltzer like starting a whole instagram account about it yeah inviting people <laughs> down to coney island to talk about it yeah so yeah yeah i'm uh i'm mostly just annoyed with people on their phones at concerts yeah put it away Don. i guess this that's what this is too <sighs> thank yeah. you so much thank so you much. for coming down here oh, uh thank and, you yeah this is chill. This is, again, we're here on a Tuesday. I've never seen this place more empty. Yeah, this is yeah. like, it's a, a good perk of the job. We're actually, we're, um, we're happy to announce that Coney Island on Tuesdays uh, will now be a co-working space. Uh, you come in here, uh, pay 15 bucks, you get Wi-Fi, and uh, you can help yourself to the hot dogs. You know, oh my, I just thought you were serious, and I was like, he's <laughs> fucking with you. Wait, yeah. no, we about Ricky's to break face. some real news right now? Yeah. Ricky's face was just incredible. It was no lie, like, whoa. Yeah, you just have to clean up after yourself. That is such a great idea. This yeah. guy's parking. Oh, please, please uh, do is it. Is it finally happening? Oh. It's about 11. Oh, what time is he at? It's 11 o'clock. Oh, I just... Oh. I he might be Googling. He might be Googling, perhaps, or looking at something on his lap. I, I don't know. His car's still, <laughs> car's still on. I want him to come. Oh, he's looking at his face. The specimen is looking at his face in the mirror. He has not shut his car off yet. Taking a sip, Taking of, his- a sip of water. Yeah. We, I don't- this is oh, just exciting, God. but it's exciting to me. I don't think it's exciting radio stuff. Yeah. yeah. Can we have the people watching podcasts where we just describe their ridiculous <laughs> Oh, my God. That would be so sick. What is he doing? I don't know. It's 
He's, there's a lot of him, like, poking his face. He's, like, getting blackheads or something. He must have come down. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, he's probably he's totally unrelated to Coney Island. He's not even thinking yeah, he's, about he's it. He's having a moment where he doesn't yeah. think anybody's paying attention to him. Little does he know. That's a, I don't get why people pick their noses in their cars. Mm-hmm. Like, you're literally just out and about. Everybody yeah. can see you. You're in a box of windows. Unless you just don't care. True. That's me. <laughs> Do you? You just pick away? I, I don't know. It's, Sometimes um, you gotta. Yeah. I respect it. All right. So, um, if people want to find you on the internet, where do they find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram. My handle is OnlySolon. Uh, you know, the word only, followed by my name, which is S-O-L-O-N. And that's probably the only place you can find me. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Oh, yeah. And if you listen today, uh, like, send me a DM. And if you made it to this point, you know, send me send me something about, like, animals. Be like, the panda bear ate the bamboo stick. I don't know. Something, just so I know that you listened. And I'm curious. Slide into the DMs with those panda facts. Yeah. Pandas, the pan- pandas uh, that's it. bank heists. Send me a panda bear fact. Jo- uh, Josh, our other door guy, besides Mike D, is, like, hot fire with memes mm. in the DMs. Like... Him and TK, Josh not as much. Josh is like Josh sends a lot to Naomi because like they both love animals, mm. so it's a lot. It's a lot of animal memes. Yeah. Um, but TK, every single day I have like a meme. I, honestly, I'm gonna look right now because uh, I probably. Have I one. hear so from Mike D. I hear Josh has meme game, but one of like some of the sickest, most offensive memes he could ever come across. Oh, Josh, really just memes. Yeah. Um, I want the salt I want. Wait, no DMs. Barnacle memes. Barnacles. There's two. Nah. No Bomber dice. Central. Mm. Well, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Uh, awesome, seven. man. So Thank yeah, you. people can find you on only, only Solon on Instagram. Yeah, you can also find me at the bar. Yeah, so where come down here. I wash my hands freshly, and uh, I'm ready to serve you. Yeah, yeah. fresh gansets. One yeah, of the finest. In person is a good place to meet me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is, guys, is there's a bar at Coney. Yeah, I'm, I'm so distracted by this guy. I, I, all I want is for him to get out and try to walk in here. He's going to be really... Oh, we're going out the back. Damn it. Yeah, we're going out yeah. the back. Anyway. But are we going to crack a can open and then like a, like a promo thing? Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Okay, cool, because I'm excited for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I have been Travis. You can find me on Instagram and the internet at Hunchback Travis. I have been Ricky. You can find me on Instagram at DickChuck77. Um, and also... Sells are time official. Thanks for coming along this audio journey with us again. Uh, we have some more shows coming up. Probably even another live show in the next few weeks. Who knows? Should be. There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. There's some cool shit happening this summer, so stick with us. Yeah. Oh. Sorry for partying.